Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having Tom Kelly on the program. And this uh, company is called uh, is uh, found at idx.us. Uh, they are the leading authority uh, out there when it comes to uh, protecting uh, identity, identities, uh, really protecting companies and individuals. Uh, they have a huge range of clientele, from mom and pops to individuals to some of the largest enterprise co companies in the world and governments. And so love having you on the program. I love the fact that you have Tom Kelly, uh, and by the way, the website idx.us, that you have such a broad range of who you can help, um, but you have a very specific purpose and agenda. Talk about that. Uh, absolutely. So the purpose and agenda, you know, our primary, uh, our primary goal, our primary objective at IDX is protecting, uh, protecting individuals and companies in the digital world. Simple as that. If we operate in the digital world, you're going to need protection. You need privacy protection. You need identity theft. You need response to breaches. That's what we do. We protect and respond uh, to to threats and to events in the digital world. Very good. Very good. Let's talk about uh, the, the state of the world right now when it comes to all things cybersecurity. I mean, it's, it's a big can of worms. I, I realize that, and certainly we won't cover all of it, but there's certainly, certainly some big issues that I know that you're watching pretty closely right now. Sure. Uh, you know, and, and I guess... There's one today that uh, one issue today that's getting a fair amount of conversation that that just uh, that that caused me to say this maybe should be the the topic a broader topic in our conversation today. Uh, many of your listeners and uh, you have probably seen as well, Kevin, the the announcement by the whistleblower at Twitter that Twitter has been in fact consciously uh, you know taking advantage of the of, of PII of, pri of private information of their users' accounts, not applying appropriate security, so it was both uh, hackable, obtainable, as well as they were using it for their specific, uh, specific advertising and revenue-generating goals. And, and got it. So this is, kind of, this is a big old black eye that Twitter's going to have to manage their way through. But the fact is, for those of us in this industry, it comes as no surprise. And we have talked about this. It's, it's not so much Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is going to have to explain to this. But, you know, Facebook has been doing this over and over again. You've got Google who's doing this. You've got every app that's on your phone that's doing this. You have, so that's just the world that we are, quote, buying into, so to speak, as individuals that we are utilizing for whatever reason, to communicate, to do business, to be connected, you know, whatever it happened to do, to do research on, for example, on Google, to do searches and, 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 and maybe do your education work, whatever it happens to be. That's one part of the, what I call, cyber uncertainties, digital risk uncertainties. Then you've got mm -hmm. all the, the, the bad actors, the ones who are trying to get into your system that are going to try to fish information from you, break into your, uh, break into your laptop or your company and, and, and create a condition of, ransomware, where they're going to use this for their either their literally near-term economic benefit, i.e., pay me my bribe and I'll release you, or maybe for long-term uh, uh, malicious work, whether creating false identities, defrauding you over time. There's, there's all those conditions. Uh, those are the conditions generally that we are operating in today. Phishing, cyber attacks, ransomware, and companies that should be, should know better, should behave better, who are not. 
and I put that, and I put mm-hmm. Facebook right at the top there, and others. So what does that say? That says that there's a collective need for a well, there might be some collective need for for legislation, and I'm not a big believer, as you know, of government interfering in, in private enterprise. But I'll tell you, when the behaviors are so incredibly horrid, uh, maybe there's a time. But uh, but more importantly, there's a collective need for responsibility for individuals protecting themselves, companies protecting the data that they have, behavior change for those who, in fact, have that, that, that data, and then also for companies to protect their employees. Because the mm-hmm. companies that protect their employees are protecting themselves. This is, this yes. is the world we live in today. And, and that needs to be come forefront in the, the heads of the individual. Yeah, you and I at home, we have certain things we ought to be doing to t- take care and protect our, our digital, our, our cybersecurity. But our companies that we work for, you're, you know, you're on your own. You do yourself. It's kind of intertwined. But most of your, many of your listeners work for companies, and they ought to be providing tools to help their, uh, their employees protect themselves because those employees are avenues and gateways to get into company information as well. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you, you know, it, it seems like with wars in, uh, you know, the Ukraine and uh, economic turmoil and mass shootings, we're not seeing as much conversation in this front. I, I found the Twitter story that you referred to, which I did some reading on that, very timely, very interesting, but really it's only one part of a, of a huge problem. I was, I was glad to see it get some ink. I mean, Twitter's a huge company. It should get some ink. You know, but, yeah. uh, you know, there seems to be almost a sense of complacency right now that I hadn't seen in a while when it comes to this. You know, it, it's sad. Sometimes, uh, as we all know it, when things get so bad, uh, there is a complacency. Uh, there, was an old, there was an old saying about, you know, if you walk across a parking lot and there's uh, one or two pieces of trash there, you're going into your office, you know, there's a likelihood you're going to stop and pick them up, okay? You're just going to, you're going to look at me, I'll grab that and throw it in the trash bin on the way in. But if you walk across and it's littered with crap, okay, you sit there and you think, well, how can I deal with this? You kind of close your eyes and walk through the door. You know, yes. it's, it's a little bit, and I think there's some of that syndrome setting in, that, that we're going to have to start addressing this, this problem, this condition, you know, one bite at a time, one step at a time, one piece at a time. And you're right. A war in Ukraine seems to make uh, seems to make uh, my uh, my privacy threat by Twitter or privacy threat by Facebook seem a little bit less important until you get uh, until it happens to you, quite frankly, until that becomes your personal war and somebody has really exposed and, and, and taken advantage of you. So uh, yeah, uh, this needs to get way more attention, and the only way it gets more attention, and sadly, it's going to start with individuals. You know, we've got, you know, individuals have got to A, start protecting themselves. Companies need to wake up that if, if my, if I work for a company and I get hacked, or if I work for a company and I get my digital, uh, my digital privacy or my digital uh, identity stolen, that impacts my, either my productivity, but it could also be an avenue with all the remote work now of, of somebody accessing you know, company getting my credentials and using that to to get into a company's uh, network and, and to do bad things. So uh, companies really have to start thinking about protecting their individuals more so than they're already doing right now. Yeah, very interesting. And uh, and it seems to me, you know, the bottom line is 
there's never going to be enough protection from the government. That's all the enemies of you when it comes to cybersecurity uh, think about. Certainly not enough that we'll want because we live in a free society, right? And so or we, yeah. we want a free society. And so it really, really onerous is on individuals and companies, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and the threat that we have to the individuals and the companies you know, you, you say the government's supposed to be stepping in and helping. The privacy legislation and the government is stalled. But they didn't have any problem passing, uh, uh, passing a bill that was going to add 87,000 more IRS agents. Okay? Yeah. You know, and, and talk about, you know, so literally, when, when the priority is there, they can get it. Okay? They can get it done. But the fact is, that priority is simply not there. They have other priorities. That's exactly right. And back, by the way, you know, we were talking about the uh, war just for a moment there in the Ukraine. You know, the, one of the single biggest players of government uh, terrorism or cyber terrorism is Russia. You know, and we're all so much vulnerable uh, since this war has begun because of where we stand in relationship to Ukraine uh, that, uh, you know, again, very little conversation about that. I heard maybe two weeks of a news cycle where it was hot, and yet uh, all of a sudden, again, not as much because everything from inflation, uh, everything from, uh, you know, again, mass shootings, all the other problems kind of goes to the back burner. Yes, it is. But I'll tell you this, is that uh, cybercrime is, uh, <laughs> is somewhat recession-proof. So yeah. as, as our economy might experience some difficulties here, over the coming months, and it appears that, you know, hard to tell how it's going to work out, but it seems to me most of the thought is that there's going to, there are challenges, certainly inflation and some indication that there could be a bit of a slowdown coming. I'll tell you, there's generally no slowdown in cybercrime, okay? It is not going to – that's not something that your listeners should be thinking, well, things will calm down as the economy comes down. No, I, I would say it's likely to be the reverse. And so this is a good time for individuals. Start at home, A, Address all the things that we've talked about over time. You know, your password protection, using VPNs for, for good, secure communication, making sure your software updates are up to date, getting all the apps off your phone that you don't use, you know, that are, that are sitting there and, and collecting data. You know, be careful about what you put on Facebook. You know, be very careful about when you're going into social media. All these things. But companies, any of your listeners who are, in fact, running companies, involved in companies, they should either be asking their company what they can do for them in protecting their digital, their digital privacy and their digital uh, identities and, and, and giving them instruction and help on how to protect them, protect uh, their, you know, have safe, secure environments at home. But also, this is what protects the company. These remote working employees or even employees that come and go, if they're at risk, the company's at risk. Yes, absolutely. By the way, uh, you know, you really raise an excellent point about, uh, you know, economics, economy, and, and cybersecurity. One of the biggest explosions in these issues happened around April or May of 2020, a couple of months into COVID, when there was massive layoffs, when people were, uh, you know, stuck at home, et cetera, uh, and they had to make money. And so a bunch of them chose criminal activity to do that. It is recession-proof. It may be recession-incentivized. Uh, I think you're. I think you're right, Kevin. <laughs> I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. 
terrible thought, but I think that's reality. All right, Tom Kelly, uh, IDX.us, one of my personal favorites, one of the ones that, uh, you know, we have incredible guests, Nobel Prize winners, uh, New York Times bestselling authors, and uh, he's one of the ones that uh, people ask about by name, which I think is great, and I understand why. Tom, final thoughts as we wrap it up. Well, anyway, I'm glad my mom keeps calling in and asking about me. Okay, so the uh, you know people <laughs> ask about my name. You know, you know well, she I, has I, a very right manly right voice. Right Just right want you to know. Right but anyway, right after I, right after I do this show, I Kevin, I call her and I say, hey, call in and check on me, okay? And so, <laughs> no, seriously, no, but, but, but seriously, final thoughts. Uh, uh, this is, uh, you know, my father used to say uh, that you know it's always a minor event. Uh, you know, on health, like you're going to a little procedure. He says, it's always minor to it's happening to you. You know, it's very much that way in the cyber world, uh, that some of these events that appear to be a little less serious, until it's you that's having that happen, I'll tell you, it's no longer minor when you are, in fact, in the center of the target and, and where your identity has been compromised, your privacy has been impacted, or more imp- or, or even worse, that some financial harm or, or, or legal or other kinds of, you know, you know community embarrassment uh, falls upon you. And, and I'll tell you, so tighten up your security. Tighten up what you're doing. Everything I've said before, your, what I call your cyber hygiene. Uh, you know, it's not hard. You can go on our website, and we've got all kinds of tips on how you go ahead and do that. Yep, and I encourage people to check it out. I am Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.